This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, lots of NBA to talk about. We've got Game 6 of the NBA Finals coming up on Thursday. And, of course, from a Pelicans perspective, boy, they've been front and center not just here in the city and in the region, but across the country with the Anthony Davis trade talks with uh, Zion Williamson coming into town and the Pelicans next week going to make him the number one overall pick. And this would be, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Somebody was asking me earlier on, on Twitter, uh, how would you describe it if, if Zion wasn't the number one overall pick? Could you describe it in one word? I, I don't know. Catastrophic? Uh, uh, apocalyptic? I don't really know. That would be the, the surprise of all surprises if that doesn't happen. But it's going to happen, folks gonna happen they don't fly him into town if that doesn't happen here also swin cash hired by the team as a vice president of basketball operations i talked about it yesterday how great of a hire that was also let's bring on in daniel salerson of the pelicans radio network to talk about it with this at d salerson on twitter daniel what's going on man been a while how are you it's been a while good to talk to you my friend yeah it's boy can you describe the feeling the last i don't know month couple of months since David Griffin's hire around the Pelicans facilities, team headquarters, and and how different it is from maybe even this time last year? It, it's It's been very exciting. And, look, it started with David Griffin's press conference when he was introduced. As soon as that press conference ended, you had the whole staff running around wanting to run through a brick wall just because you were so motivated with what he had to say and how you know what his plans were. And he's backed that up with some of the hires. You mentioned one of them that just happened – uh, yesterday with Swin Cash, the hire you know, of Trey Langdon, and then the new trader there in Nelson. Um, it, it's been a heck of an offseason so far. We haven't even talked about any players that he's added. So I'm hoping this is a sign of good things to come, but it's been a very exciting time around the office, that's for sure. Uh, how, how's Griffin to work with? Is he, is he as gregarious and forthcoming as he seems when he talks to us in the media? Yes, he, he's very open and honest with you, and he's not afraid to even talk to you and share some things with you. I've only had a couple of interactions with him, but, I mean, even after he was introduced, he came into our office and did a one-on-one interview, and he was very open about it and, and very honest about some things. And, and you, you just, the way he talks, you believe everything you say, he says. And, that, and that's a good sign coming from the guy that's going to make a lot of important decisions coming up for the Pelicans. Uh, just so everybody knows out there, Daniel, because he's part of the team, he can't mention any players by name because we're going to stay away from that. But I am curious, Daniel, this is a very interesting time to be covering this team, especially internally, because this draft is so flexible because, yeah, we, we know what's going to happen with the one pick most likely, but we don't quite know exactly, well, who are they making trades with? Uh, you know, what picks could the Pelicans possibly, and players with those picks, could the Pelicans possibly come in? So just how, I guess, dynamic has it been when you're kind of analyzing this upcoming draft? It's been easy in some ways, shape, or form as far as the number one pick, but it's also tough for the standpoint that we don't know what's going to happen on draft night. We don't have any inclination, but I think from us internally, we are going to be prepared for that anything could happen. And I think that doesn't mean we have we can't ignore the rest of the draft, that we can't ignore you know, players in the top ten. You know, the Pelicans still have two draft picks in the second round or early for one and then late in the other one. 
You don't know whether they parlay those into maybe another pick, uh, potentially late first round. I mean, again, the skies are the limit for what could happen on draft night. We've seen a couple draft nights where there's been some big trades around the league. And so uh, it, it, for one part, it's, it's kind of easy because you anticipate what's going to happen at number one, but also it's tough because there could be some other people that could come to the fold and you just don't know yet. So um, it's been fun kind of reading up on some of these prospects and what they have to offer. And it's also kind of a, a nice and a fun unknown because you know of one thing that's going to happen, but there could be some other things that the Pelicans fans can be really excited about. When you're reading up on those prospects, I'm guessing you're having to dig a lot deeper than you had to in, in the previous years, Dan. you got to get to cover everybody, right? For sure. Even those those early second round, late second round picks. Because, again, it, you're, I mean, you've seen it with the likes of Draymond Green and and you like and, and Mel, Mel, Malcolm Brogdon, excuse me, that you know even picks in the third in the late thirties are picks that could be beneficial to your team down the road. It, the success rate of those are not very high right now, but you just never know. And especially with the new regime, you know they can look at a draft differently than than what others have looked at. So yeah, it is interesting because you look at those guys and go, well, either they'll play in summer league, they could get invited to training camp. I mean, those are things that you you kind of want to know a little bit more about them. So it does make you dig a little deeper when reading about certain guys that casual fans might not know about, but you might want to get to know in case they you know, do make an impact for the Pelicans. It's Daniel Salerson of the Pelicans Radio Network with us at D. Salerson on Twitter. Um, and I know you can't get into specifics here, Daniel, but again, be yeah. honest with us. How much has your phone been blowing up with you know the, the trade talks of a you-know-who over the last couple of months? Is this like a daily you're just having to dodge calls from everybody? Not too many. Uh, there were a few, but I, I do think after the lottery happened, the Pelicans got the number one pick, the phone calls started to pick up a little bit. I think the first phone interview I did was with a station in Vancouver, which was pretty cool to do just because of the international flair that it had to offer as far as the excitement. Especially with number one pick, it is, and it's it tough, you know, as far as things I can say and cannot say, but all I know is, you know, between now and, and even I uh, have the opportunity to go to Summer League this year, um, I, I'm just really excited. I've already been excited with what's, you know, happened already, but I'm even more excited to know that, you know, we're going to start to learn who could be on the Pelicans roster next season in the next couple of weeks. And I think that excites me the most. Swin Cash introduced today out at Pelicans camp. And uh, she was, again, one of the most sought-after front office personnel um, really in the country. And we kind of expected her to make the transition to the NBA sometime. And that it's here in New Orleans is pretty special. And and her accolades, I mean, you could run down this. We could just read, you know, a, a bibliography of her uh, accomplishments and accolades. It'd take us all hour, Daniel. But have you been yeah. impressed by Swin? Oh, absolutely. I, she had a great conference call earlier today, so we got to know her a little bit. Um, kind of like with Trajan Langdon, I think she's going to wear many hats um, within this organization, whether it's scouting, whether it's player development, whether it's the relationships with the players. I think a lot of the players respect what she did on and off the court in the WNBA, what she did in the broadcasting field with Turner, um, a lot of the stuff that she does in the community. She does podcasting. Um, she has a, a wealth of knowledge on and off the court, and I think that's going to be beneficial. And we've seen it again with some of these hires, with Trajan Langdon being sought after um, by a lot of teams when he did a lot of his things with the G League. And, of course, the Pelicans transitioning with a new G League team, that's certainly going to help. Um, and I think Swin is right up there with such a big hire. Again, that's what excites me the most is, you know, the excitement right now is based on, you know, front office personnel that the Pelicans have hired. So you can only imagine what potentially could happen as far as players on the court. But I think Swin is a huge uh, acquisition for the Pelicans. I think she's going to play a major role in, in this future for the Pelicans. Uh, so player development, Daniel, that's a pretty broad brush that, that we paint with. Can you give yeah. our audience a picture of exactly what that means as far as Swin's concerned? 
Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I'm just going based on what the conference call was. But, you know, I'm assuming, you know, there's a lot of stuff off the court that players have to deal with that I think that will be um, something that she will she will work with as far as player relations is concerned. And I'm sure just based on her, you know, what she did in the WNBA, winning the championship a few times and, and being an MVP, that, you know, I'm sure her development on the court with some of these players is going to be a crucial role. And, and I guess it, it might be a broad answer that I'm saying, but it could be a broad as far as what she is going to do for the Pelicans. And I think there's going to be a lot of things that she's going to do. But I think one of those is going to be kind of that relationship she builds with the players on and off the court, whether it's the day-to-day stuff that they go through um, as players, you know, transitioning rookies maybe and transitioning other players um, that are just getting into the NBA or what what has to happen with some of these guys. So um, I may not have answered that to what, you know, you're asking, but I I think it could be a broad stance. So there's – a wide range of things she could do um, to help this team. Yeah, man, I guess that you, you kind of yeah. actually did answer my question there because a lot of people yeah. think, Daniel, when you think player development, they think, well, you're working out in practice with the players, you're working on technique. It is actually player development off the field, right? Off the court, yeah. right? Like a lot of stuff out in the community, that kind of stuff. Yeah, community events. Some of these players have, you know, you know, appearances that they have to make and there and there's things off the court that they have to deal with um, that I, there are some people that are, you know, in any organization that are there to help these these players make the transition, whether it's rookies, whether it's new players on the team, or whether it's veterans on the court that are dealing with new members of the squad. I think that's where Swin's experience comes into play, being in the WNBA, being a broadcaster in the NBA, and she's very knowledgeable in a lot of facets of the game. I think that's where her expertise is going to come in. So, yeah, it is more than on the court stuff. It's going to be a lot of off the court stuff that I think that's where the value comes in with her. It's Daniel Salerson of the Pelicans Radio Network. Color analyst, pardon me. There, um, NBA Finals. Let's talk a little finals here. What do you make of the series, man? It's been, uh, it's been highly entertaining to me, especially of course that that Game Five that was just incredible, coming down to that Lowry shot from the corner to to end it. Game Five was really fun to watch. Just as a fan, you know, of course, you always want your team to be in there. Um, but just watching the series, the back and forth, and last night both teams were throwing haymakers at the end. I was like, holy cow, what is happening? I thought through the Raptors. Um, First off, it, it really was sad to see what happened with Kevin Durant. You never want to see a guy go down like that, especially with how hard he did the, the fight his way back to playing in that game, yet alone to see that injury happen. So it was really you know, kind of a tough scene to watch, knowing that we saw the same thing happen to DeMarcus Cousins just a couple of years ago. Um, but I thought, one, it was a missed opportunity for the Raptors, and I know it's an emotional part, and I think that kind of – was where the Warriors kind of picked themselves up and saying, hey, look, we this is a must-win. We have to get something done here, and that's where Steph and Clay took over, and that's what we've seen them for years. That as much as some team play, uh, some fans don't like watching them, they are so fun to watch and what they can do. And they showed last night that, you know, they're capable of winning who, who, without with whoever is on the floor. And even though the team, the Warriors, is safe to say that they do need Kevin Durant, um, Steph Curry and Clay showed why they're one of the best in the game. So, I thought it was a missed opportunity for Toronto. But look, we, we need to see how the Warriors react in game number six. There's a lot of emotion now being played out with the Kevin Durant situation. Also, Oracle Arena, it's, you know, it's the final game there. So with all that, that buzz around them, how are the Warriors going to you know, begin this game? Is it going to be a lot of emotion? And you might, they might be mentally fatigued and it helps Toronto, or they're going to come out firing 
uh, knowing that this is the last game in Oakland and potentially could help them, you know, force a game seven. Heart of a champion, no doubt about it. Daniel yeah. Salerson, Pelicans Radio Network color analyst, and be sure to follow him on Twitter at D D Salerson. Daniel, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, Seth. Anytime. All right, there he goes. And, yeah, boy, exciting time. Can you imagine working inside the Pelicans organization right now? How fun would that be with everything going on? Zion, Anthony Davis, David Griffin, all of these hires. Gail Benson's behind this year, the talk of the country. He's got to be having a lot of fun. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to your phone calls. And we have a couple of open lines at 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. And why those who called Kevin Durant selfish and soft these last three years look pretty darn foolish now we'll do that next it's the last lap on wwl this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.